Hey, it's Diana Gibson. I'm actually filling in for Tom Whalen this week for the Jay and Tom podcast. How did I do, Jay? I'll tell you, that's, um, you know, it's always fun having the guest appearance. You know, you get to uh, hang out with Tom every morning. I get to hang out with him, you know, once a week for our podcast. And mm -hmm. when he goes on vacation, I get excited that maybe I get to spend a little bit of time with you. We don't, uh, you know, we're used to seeing each other at all these different events and you know, I didn't see you that much. Even we had what a stuff a stuff a truck together, stuff a truck, and then we had the toys for tots. But we were just so busy. Yeah, we it really was. Were. It, it really was. So I didn't. You know, so it's always nice to get to sit down with you, and you know, it it brings a little bit of fun. I think even a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't able to make it, and uh, Tom and Christina actually did the podcast without me, and Christina was. Never wanted to do that, but I'm like, hey, you do our show on the AM station, so you can you can step up and uh, and hang out with Tom and uh, and talk nice. some real estate. So you know, as we're in, this is our first podcast of 2022. So you know, anyone listening, Happy New Year! I do want to take a just a quick minute and say, you know, to all the listeners, um, 2021 was an amazing year for us. We're super blessed. We really appreciate all of you that listen, all of you that trust. Tom, Diana, Gabby, uh, Andy, you know, they, they've endorsed us. They talk about us. We're good friends with them and they know how we operate. And, you know, if it wasn't for you, the listeners, we wouldn't have the success that we have. So, you know, I, I love you WFRE listeners. They've been amazing to us over the years. We've been doing this now for, I think over 10 years. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think it's been that long that we've known each other, right? And it just goes by so quickly. But the information that you give us is so imperative, Jay. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the big joke was everyone thought it was funny that of all people, because, uh, you know, Tom, is, Tom doesn't love the technology that much and uh, that he has the longest running podcast on WFRE. Yeah. Um, that, that always, you know, it gives him and I a chuckle all the time. So um, as we're going into the new year, you know, you're thinking about, what did I do last year? You know, people were making you know plans. What are you going to do? What are you going to change? And some of the things that you know, I figured we talk about. And for years on the radio station, we we hammered. You know, if you're going to sell your home, call us. You're going to sell your home, call us. And then we realized a lot of people didn't realize that we help people buy houses. Um, so it was pretty funny because again, I just assumed everybody knew if you did one, you did the other. So last year we did spend a lot of time talking also about those that are looking to purchase and, you know, about half of our closed homes last year were homes that we helped buyers with. And it, it's funny because as you know, we have, you know, an, an ex DJ from here who, you know, loves the station, came over to work with us and he comes to all the events and people, I've seen that people actually get excited to see him and use him to help buy their their homes. Um, but you know, one of the things I did want to talk about because you know this has to be a little educational is you know if you're looking to buy, what should you avoid doing after you apply for a mortgage to see if you're pre-approved? Okay, so you first of all say you know I'm thinking of buying a home. Maybe I want to get out of the home I'm in. And I want to find something else. Yep. And do you automatically just go ahead and call your mortgage company or a mortgage company so, to see if you apply for yeah, a certain amount of money? Some people call us and haven't done anything. Others already have a lender they want to work with. Others want to work with their bank. But the, where we find a lot of mistakes are people don't realize, like, they get their mortgage approval and then they think that, okay, everything is golden. I've got my approval. I'm good to go. I have no issues. However, <clears throat> there's a lot of little snafus, we'll say, that can happen. One is, and we see this happen a lot, you know, people will deposit cash into your bank account. Well, if you're doing cash deposits, 
the lender is going to require that you source those funds, is what it's called. So you're going to have to have proof of where that money came from because, for all they know, it could have been illegally, it could have been gifts, it could have been, you know, but you can't just put cash in the bank and not have a, 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 a true source for it. I mean, if you think about it, it's sort of common sense, it makes sense, but people don't realize, like, hey, maybe they had, you know, their family gives them money every once in a while or, they're working, and again, in this in our world, you're supposed to work and pay taxes and do things properly. However, some people still do things and get paid cash. Well, guess what? You can't count that cash if it's not sourceable as true income. Got so, it. very, very important. You know, if you have a situation where you do get cash, you need to ask the lender, "Hey, here's my situation. How can we handle this?" And the lender will tell you what can be done, what can't be done, or if if it's even possible. The next. Don't make any large purchases like a new car or furniture for your new home. A lot of people get so excited, they get, you know, they get the pre-approval and then let's say, you know, some of the advertisers here, I'll just give uh, Ashley Furniture's one or, you know, all, you know, it's all these furniture places that advertise. And a big thing that they've been doing lately, uh, especially with interest rates is no financing for 2 years, 3 years, 18 months. So the person thinks, well, I'm not going to have to make a payment forever. I might as well get this furniture. Well, guess what? Now you've applied for a line of credit. Now you have more debt. Even though no payment is due, that payment is going to be due at some point, and that debt is going to count against you and may hit where you can no longer afford the house or even get approved, period. Okay, so I want to get some clarity on this. Suppose Jeff and I want to buy a house three months in the future. We already set a closing date. Things are rolling around with the mortgage company as to how we're going to close on this house, finances, everything. And then all of a sudden, one of our cars goes kaput, and we need to get a new one. What do you do? So in that situation, and we have had that happen because, I mean, life happens. It does. So you need to talk to your mortgage lender and tell them what the situation is and then they have to rerun scenarios. And they may say, okay, you can get this. However, you cannot have a loan over X amount of dollars, or you cannot have a total amount over this, or it's going to push you over the edge. If you're somebody that has an upper sevens, 800 credit score, and you, you know, you're buying well within your means, it may not be that big of a deal. But for some people, when they, you know, let's say they're a 620 credit score, and then they go apply for something, your credit score will drop. So that could get you out of the range where you may not even be able to qualify, period, because your credit score dropped. People don't realize when there's hits on your credit, meaning you're applying for new credit, your credit score will change. And it changes not for the better. It changes for the worse. Now, um, and this happens a whole lot. So, And this is a real-life situation, too. I mean, think about it. Let's say that your daughter, for example, is, you know, decides she's going to go to graduate school or something, and you have to or her car breaks down and you co-sign on a car for her. Well, guess what? You're responsible for that debt. Even though you're only a co-signer, that all counts as debt you have to pay because if they don't pay it, guess who's responsible? Yeah, we are. And this happens a lot where, I mean, it's not always the parents helping the kids. Sometimes it's a kid helping their parent. So, you know, don't co-sign on anything without talking to your mortgage lender at first. Now, Next thing, and, and it's funny because we have seen this as well, people suddenly get frustrated. You know, you go to do a deposit at your bank, the deposit doesn't clear, or let's say you get a bounce check and you say, I, you know, I can't control this, somebody gave me a bad check. Why are you going to charge me? And the bank's like, well, that's our process. And you get mad and you're like, well, you know what, I'm taking money and I'm going to another bank. Well, that can be a big pain because you have to show 
all of your assets, all of your sources, if you shut it down, and most people, when they get mad, they shut it down, then you don't have access to your old accounts. You can't get them, and let's say you were going paperless, and most people don't go online and save their statements every month, then you're really in a lot of trouble because you can't prove your last three months of bank statements or all of the funds that happened because you can no longer get into that account. So you can't have the bank say, hey, listen, go back and get it? It's something that you literally should save. Yes. I mean, and you can, but remember, you've already had an argument with them. You shut your account down. You're not a customer of theirs anymore. So how willing are they going to be to do that? Yeah, you're And then right. also, I mean, even sometimes when you're, when you're with the bank, they'll charge you to get things if you can't access it online. And people get frustrated over that. I mean, I know Christina, you know, my wife, has, uh, she got really frustrated because they gave her a hard time with making a deposit once. And she was like, all right, I'm done with this bank and shut down everything. I thank God we weren't buying anything at the time. But, yeah, she did do that. <laughs> she was yeah, done. Yeah, that would not be good. Yeah. Um, same thing. Don't apply for new credit. It's fine if you go out and you go to the store and you're doing your normal shopping. And, you know, where they always try to get you is every store you go to. Well, are you going to use your whatever store card today? Oh, yes. And you and, get like 15% off? Yep. And you're like, <gasps> so you're like, I don't have one. And they're like, well, if you get one, you can say, and they don't just say the percent anymore. They're like, well, you'll save $45 off your purchase today. Um, don't do it. Don't Even do if it. it's just for, you know. Uh, even if you think you're going to get that and then you're going to, like, let's say it's Kohl's. Yeah. Because I used to joke or about even Kohl's Marshall's. All the time. So you go, you pay, and then I use Kohl's because then you go to the customer service desk and you pay it immediately. doesn't matter. You opened a line of credit. You had your credit pulled. There's all these things that can throw off your mortgage. Um, and you know the next thing is, and people do this as well, don't close any of your accounts because people are like, oh, well, I want my credit to be good, so I don't use these credit cards. I'm just going to shut them down. Well, a lot of people don't realize that your credit score, it takes into play how long you've had accounts. And then also, let's say you have you know, three accounts and you have maybe $15,000 in the credit limit on those three accounts that you owe nothing on. But then you have another card and another and you have money in there. You know, They add all of that up of how much is available to you versus how much you've used. So if you had three cards that had nothing on them and you were maxed out on the other two, you are now going to be at 100% usage, which is going to destroy your credit mm-hmm. score. And people think, well, I'll just close it. Why do I need to have it? Well, you need to have it because when you don't, it'll end up hurting your credit score as well. I mean, the, the, big, the big thing here is these are just some, some basic tips. The, the biggest thing you can take away from this, it, once you get your mortgage pre-approval, don't do anything finance-wise, period, without talking to the lender and talking to your agent to make sure you're not going to do anything that's going to create an issue for your closing. You know, and it's, it's tough. I mean, we have it all the time. People are like, but it's a Labor Day sale. The appliances are cheap. It's a great price. You gotta wait. Yeah, you gotta wait. Or you know, maybe maybe mom or dad has a Best Buy or Lowe's card that you're not tied to, and they get it for you, and then you end up just paying their card after the fact. Jay, thank you so much. You always give the best advice. Thanks again. I'm Jay Day, and I'm Diana Gibson, in for Tom Whalen.